0: what's up fam welcome back to that's the angle and in this podcast i sit down with justin robinson he is not only a friend but a really talented photographer and videographer here in washington dc and uh yeah his studio is like right above where i record this podcast and i see him every wednesday and i always just want to sit down and have a conversation with him so this was my opportunity So glad I got to have him on for a quick little one hour because it was in between my uh, scheduled out guest, but it was fun nonetheless. So anyways, guys, enjoy this podcast. And if you are enjoying this, please show some love in the form of like a like or a comment or a review or a YouTube follow, which probably means the most uh, because, uh, yeah, I'm putting all this work out for you guys to enjoy. So show me some love back. Shit. (laughs) Anyways, anyways, enjoy the episode. Doo doo that's the angle do that's, the, angle. Ooh, that's what? the podcast Dude, that's wild man holy shit dude. i've never been jumped before it's
1: uh i've mean, been beat up before that sucks i know there's like i feel like there's like a you've either been punched in the face growing up or you haven't yeah and you I, can really tell the difference between the <laughs> between who, who those people are you know
0: dude i remember it was like it was new years when i was like younger and the girl i was dating i, I guess i think some guy was there who like liked the same girl i liked but I was upstairs banging her and he wasn't and it was her house. So when I came downstairs from smashing, he like attacked me. The, oh, the thing was that the dude was like four times my size. He was like one of those dudes who looks like 40 in high school. So he just like tackled me and then people just pulled him off. Like I didn't get like my shit beat up. I got hit a couple times, but I was like, fuck. I was like, that sucked. I was like, I couldn't do anything. I was like, that dude was just so fucking big. Like I, I couldn't even react Like I was nuts.
1: Shit happens. <laughs> Shit fucking
0: happens. Shit happens. Dude, wait. So, tell happens me about this bite app. You really think bite's gonna be better, bigger than TikTok? Um,
1: well, I'm not here to make claims or anything. I'm scared. I haven't yeah. used it yet. Well, how's it work? So it's like the same as Vine. Essentially, it's the six seconds. I've just been watching it. I've just been. I've been seeing all my favorite old, dry humor Vine stars. Like dry humor didn't really. It's not quite the same over at a, um, TikTok. I feel, like I really like the. Or like, did like the dumb, you know, shit posting humor, like uh, yeah. uh, Brian Emanuel, like before he became a uh, rich Chigger or rich Brian. Oh he was yeah. on Vine. He was just doing like stupid shit, you know. And then, uh, you know, I think it's like the same, like Matt Post and uh, uh, you know this girl named Whitney. They all had like really. Dry Whitney humor. Cummings,
0: or oh, not Whitney Cummings? I, but I know who Whitney is. I know Whitney talking about. I forget yeah, yeah, her last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black She's like a hair. Musician. She dates Tommy Lee now. Does she? Yeah, that that old drummer. She dates him. I had no idea. Yeah, That's I don't know why I know that.
1: What a time! What Dude, a time to be alive. <laughs> are you familiar with TikTok? Uh, I've I'm a, like familiar. I've like watched the compilations before. I haven't really like gone on their app or Dude, anything like that.
0: Yeah, the humor is so different. It's like a lot of copy. Like people copy each other. So much. guess like it's, it's like everyone copies everyone.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you can like steal the audio from people's track from people's videos and do your own video, or you can react, or you can duet with someone. So it's like there's like a thousand ways to sort of like join in on a trend. Like that's why trends kick off so fast on those things. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah,
1: I peeped that. Yeah, no, like I, I think I understand that. That, and it's like there's some really funny stuff over there. I think I'm just gonna stay with my finger right now. But I
0: yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, you're sipping fast. I'll put this back <laughs> on the table. <laughs> well,
1: I was like, we were walking in, they were like, oh, we're not gonna do the photo walk anymore. And I was like, all right, and then I looked inside and I was like, I think that's Jamie. And Ooh. I was like I think that's like the, enough to persuade. A young bull. <laughs>
0: Dang. Wait, so you're so. about to go on a photo walk? What does that mean for you? Like, just walk around, take photos? Like, what's that?
1: Yeah, well, um, I mean, like, backing up, I came, I'm, a, like, a street photographer. I, I started doing street photography before, you know, and then it was street, and then I did a lot of street photography in Juarez, and it's just, like, holds a, now I'm, like, almost all studio exclusively, but I go on these walks with John Chavez and uh, um, others. Uh, Tate, uh, you know, Tate Bott on Instagram. No. He's like a film guy. He's he's wild. Okay. I have to look him up. And uh, um, yeah, amazing, like an amazing portrait photographer. Yeah. I mean, John, I mean, John's is, a, I'm surprised you haven't had John's on your show yet.
0: I think I bothered him like last year, but maybe now he'll like be more persuaded to come on.
1: Because he's, um, dude, that dude is like next level. He's like, really good. When you, like when you, when people talk, okay, so we're like, we're industry standard. We're like in a studio of like photographers who work for you know sweet green solid core uh kava or you know like the, you know we have like a lot of brands Yeah, collectively this community we have a lot of brands on our belts you know
0: yeah this community i was in just for me i feel like your circle like like that your circle of photographers all have re- work with some of the biggest brands in dc yeah all, fire. we have it, talented people yeah it's like in. a weird yeah. collective in my when i look at it i think it was like like the 52 o street collective like all you guys are homies y'all work together and y'all kind of just like like have each other's background and like push each other
1: yeah i I really appreciate that community and uh but like we have these people who are like that like top tier going into our studio just to watch john's edit and like the way he'll like he'll talk about like photos really
0: am i missing something about john's
1: bro he is just like his it's like knowledge applied but also intuition Mm.
0: and like instinct
1: and it's so raw to see you know he's like he's a goat he's gonna be a goat
0: yeah, I'm not going to – I've always thought John's was really talented. Like, even when I first came to the photography scene, like, three three years ago, he was already here. Like, he was already still taking photos. And I would look at his work, and I was like, fuck, it's so aesthetic. Like, it's just so, like – there's, like, a feel to it.
1: Yeah. It's, like, super – it's, like, super filmy, but it's, like, honest. Yeah. I feel like um, a lot of people get lost in, like, trends. You know, mm. I've been lost on a trend before. Yeah, I think
0: we all have chased, it, like, an IG trend or super,
1: something. Super, like, teals or oranges uh-huh. and oranges. But, like, Johns, or, uh, John's has always been – super honest with his edits but you know he came from north carolina
0: really yeah he's, he's been
1: a uh, dc cat for like i think only three years oh whoa but imagine jumping on a scene and like getting like blowing up like that that quick
0: yeah how, how new are you to the dc scene
1: I, I grew up in dc
0: oh you did yeah i grew Holy up in oxen
1: hill pg county
0: oh shit pretty yeah. girl county
1: <laughs> yeah pretty girl county yeah. yeah man nothing pg about it I love it though, you know. I'm very, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. I live in Arlington now. It kind of feels like you're on an airplane. Just bumped to first class. And everyone around you is like, you don't, you don't belong here. Ar- Arlington's <laughs>
0: nice as how I live in. Arlington's
1: a good spot. I love Arlington. Yeah, I love. But there's like, uh, it's like, it's like a different culture over there for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, Arlington is like young young professionals like early 20s to mid 20s the first real big job living out by themselves for the first time just graduated college that's like what arlington is yeah you know straight from georgia mason or yeah from like georgetown gw georgetown yeah, yeah. they all go to arlington like
1: like oh this is a nice spot
0: i'm surprised you lived at them i'm surprised you're not like living in the city considering your studios here and you'd, you'd be so much closer to it
1: you know i thought about it um i think uh, a big part of the decision was with kate Cause if I had my way, we'd be living in Oxon Hill still.
0: And that's your girlfriend? Yeah, that's my girlfriend.
1: Okay. Kate posts on IG. Shout out. Shout Very out. talented. Shout out. Tattoo artist. And uh, um, but we were just like trying to scope out the best place. We found this place with the gym at a good price and they have uh, a nine foot pool.
0: Wow. It was
1: like, made before people started drowning, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, nine foot pools are pretty rare. I you know. Think about about yeah. Very
1: proud. I've done photos in there too. I've like done yeah, photos wow. underwater.
0: You have? Yeah, That's actually. Shit. We'll it. well, well, it's, it's hard to show it on the podcast cause oh, people, yeah. people Never mind. The because people can't get reference. if you describe it, that works.
1: Yeah, no, she was wearing this red bathing suit. She just like dived right in, and then I was underneath. Pulling manual underwater is really hard. Damn. I was pulling, I, was in, I had an underwater rig with the A6300, the Sony camera, and I had a manual 21 millimeter 1.4 lens.
0: That's sick as hell.
1: I know. But it was it was hard. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I would have just fronted and went a little bit of auto on that moment.
1: It was hard. Exposing it was really hard too.
0: Yeah, I can imagine because the light probably changes so much. Let alone when she dives in, like it's gotta be a little bit of a of a tough exposure. But when when did you start doing photography? Like when did you get into like oh, yeah. this? Like being a professional photographer, videographer. Like, do you identify more as a videographer or photographer? Like, what's?
1: Yeah, I've been really into film since I was. I think in middle school, Okay. watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies. So I would do um, like a lot of like fun, like stupid fight choreography things with my cousins and my homies uh, back home and uh, a lot of skate videos. And then I just decided one day that I wanted to make films. So I don't know. I think it's been like, so I've been taking it seriously, like doing it as a business since my junior year of high school. Whoa uh so i think it's been like six years oh wow maybe i'm not doing the math right you're now, like
0: 24 25 i'm 21 you're 21 yeah oh shit dude, you're so young so no
1: wait young. shit my birthday was <laughs> i'm 22 <laughs> oh yeah i, <laughs> I didn't I, think about that i, I was, was like wait, wait a second
0: <clears throat> that's so, wild dude. i wish i was your age right when, when i like when all this shit was happening like i'm i'm 29 i'll be turning 30 in november so that's like, a whole year but like a lot of this stuff is like like, I, f- I think you're coming at like the perfect time like being like early twenties is like s- you're so fortunate with with everything that's going on visually with in the art space with the photography and videography
1: it's definitely a privilege i'm not no lie yeah and it's kind of you know you start having like imposter like i think everyone operates to some degree on like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. like even homies that like like homies that I know that are like deep in there working for like the like foreign nationals they'll be like oh yeah i have imposter syndrome
0: i think everyone does yeah
1: and but like being like this young amongst these professionals like you know 2019 was my year of being like no i deserve to be here you know and i'm trying to carry that into 2020 but it's very humbling
0: i didn't know you were so young i thought you were like mid-20s
1: i feel old yeah i've i i bro i've lived in mexico i've i've had a pro am sponsorship for snowboarding whoa i've i've lived like a bunch of, i I lived a life at this point i feel like and i feel like you know i get like i get really have this like urgent mindset like oh i gotta get shit done
0: yeah why aren't you in college right now
1: uh i couldn't afford to go to college oh, i actually yeah. almost went to new york film academy whoa that was my biggest i was like really excited to do that and then when i couldn't afford that i was looking at full sale for a while
0: oh my god i'm so glad I didn't do that
1: and then i was like i'm not gonna go to full sale do full sales Crock shit. So I just moved to Mexico. <laughs> that was that was like my my logic. I was By like, yourself? Yeah,
0: yeah. What the fuck? What? Okay, you gotta explain this. How? What were you thinking? Like you're just living at home, and you're just like I'm gonna move to Mexico.
1: Um, I actually visited this orphanage. Um, I was a missionary. That's why I I, mm. I visited this orphanage when I was in high school, called Rancho Three M. And uh, I realized that like I had a skill set that they could probably use. So I was down there like generating media and try to generate donations for them. And um, they had, like their their old market was like dying off. Like the people who were giving donations were really old, like Baptists. And I was like, well, I think there's some millennials <laughs> that have pocket money, you know. So like, let's try to let's see if we you know we can funnel anything in. So it was it was a nice time though. I did a I did a lot down there.
0: You you were working at an orphanage in Mexico, in Juarez.
1: Yeah, you know Nacho Libre? Yeah. That was exactly my life.
0: Holy shit. So you, I mean, you didn't watch the movie and go there, but
1: Oh yeah, no. Nah. I mean like I I saw the movie growing up, but I didn't go there because of it. You know, I, being Jack Black isn't necessarily the the goal for any, anyone. I feel like.
0: Yeah, but you were generating media, which means you were like taking photos, doing video.
1: Yeah, I was making like little uh, little documentaries for them. Wow. Oh. So I was on a really long documentary project. You can find out my Vimeo. Um,
0: oh shit.
1: Um, I think it's called Finding Finding the Ranch or something like that. It's really old though, so it's not as. Great.
0: Where you're just like taking videos of like kids and putting Sarah McLachlan behind it. Yeah. Actually, I, I actually I probably can't even sing that song without getting demonetized. I, I'm not even going to sing that song. No, I suck. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I put like a two second clip of it in one of my videos once. Demonetization that fast. So I'm, I can't even sing it.
1: The rules are going to be crazy. Think about like the rules in 10 years. It's going to be so hard making money.
0: You mean like as far media. as like using media and content?
1: Yeah, like a YouTube, know. man. Like at some point, they're not even going to let you use. what? What's that? What's that website everyone uses right now? audio jungle no, no no what do you mean for, epidemic sound oh before for music stock, yeah stock music you, you're not even gonna be able to use that before they're gonna be like oh, you can't use these tones with, yeah. without the proper licensing dude
0: it's so weird like all the it's like the internet's like we're so so fresh in it which is why i'm jealous that you're so young in it because like you're here at the perfect time where it's like mature yet immature but like yeah dealing with copyright and whose video is what like you can steal a portion of someone's video and it's fine but if you steal audio for some reason audio is like way more important you know it's 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 like this weird sort of new age problem
1: i want my video shit to be copyrighted i don't want anyone taking my videos like a clip name like just like being like yo i love his
0: what are you doing it's not that prevalent though
1: come on but I, i don't i don't think i've ever had my shit stolen yeah. There was like an account that was posting for me a while ago, but I really didn't mind. They didn't really get any traction.
0: Dude, so what happened? You were you were in Juarez working at Orphanage, which is just kind of mind-blowing and random, and then you were just like, yo, fuck this, I'm going to go home?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, before that, it was the pro-am sponsorship, and I blew my knees out, and I was oh. like, I'm not going to be a pro snowboarder. I'm not going to be skating and surfing for the rest of my life. My body... You know, my body's a vessel; and it's failing me. <laughs> Did you
0: blew—you blew both your knees out. Just my right knee. What does that mean, blowing a knee out?
1: Um, I tore my ACL, and so like my it just like buckled really, really, really bad. Oh shit! And then it was like a four-month recovery process, and then I was like in physical therapy, and it was like really—I had to walk with a cane, and um, whoa. So like my I, my right knee is weaker than my left. Like I can do a, a one-legged squat on my left knee, but. Not nah, my
0: right. Yeah, is fucked.
1: So I was like, my, I mean, I'm not gonna be able to do that, and I, so I wanna, but I still wanna be in the industry, so I wanna do like videos and film oh, and stuff. And that was the fallback, and then, you know, I was, you know, I just did like a lot of like uh, movie studies, and then it became like just like casually making videos, and then I was like, well, I can do something a little bit more, like I kind of want to say something now. So, Mexico was the really good like educated move. I feel like, rather than going to college.
0: So, I mean, it sounds like you got a lot more perspective going to Mexico than you ever would have ever going to college.
1: Yeah. I mean, dog, I've, Juarez is no joke. I mean, I love Juarez. I love El Paso and Juarez, that, that area. Um, but, like, you like you see shit that you need to go to therapy for. Cause really? Like, yeah, what yeah. you see? Like, like uh, you would see, like, a foot on the side of the road. No way. And you'd be like, damn, like, I wonder what he did, you know? So, I think that's as much as I'm i want to touch on that specifically yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um that's wild. Wow. it's know. very real though and it's really it's real going to somewhere that's not the u.s and seeing things and kind of like being in like a rough area because like i'm like oh i'm from pg county like i'm you know i you know it's, it won't be that different and then you go somewhere like that and you're like whoa
0: makes me think about how those people are living like they see they grew up with that stuff like you're 10 years old and you see a foot you'd, like it, you'd probably just get numb to it or just it just seems so like life must seem so invaluable or something at that point like it seems so different
1: yeah no for sure i mean just imagine being a kid and having to grow up in that environment
0: like did all those kids in orphans just end up like in part of a gang or something
1: uh, a lot of the kids do yeah, yeah. a lot of the, they either become a gang or they they become farmers they go into the agriculture wow um but like really like, but th- there's no like r- real options to continue education like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I only pay attention to it as far as like some of the guests that are on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I'll listen to them afterwards and stuff. Um, but and so, I, so I know a little bit about Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, do you yeah, do finish yeah, I know that about shit? It. Yeah, dude, that's so wild. I mean, that's a crazy move to make, being that young and seeing so much real shit. Maybe that's why you feel so much older, like you just seen some shit. Dude, dude, punish that. Yeah, I'm not going
1: to Oh, man, I don't, because I, I think I have to drive soon. Not soon, but, you know.
0: It's right, drunk driving is legal in D.C. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, I, yeah, I feel like I would be, it would be like a bad move to go home. My breath smelled like alcohol. What were you doing?
0: You smelled like a bar. Let's blame it on Bruce. Like Bruce, Bruce, Bruce gave me Bruce
1: Allen, you know... Fucked me up. Yeah, he, you know, was, he forced me to drink Jameson, so I would
0: tell him all dumb shit. <laughs> that's cool. So, so you blew your knees out in while you were snowboarding. Then you're like, let me do the video stuff. Like,
1: yeah, that's essentially like, like, yeah, that's essentially how it went. I was like, uh, like, what other options do I have? It wasn't really great in school, you know. Yeah. Like, opted to be homeschooled so I could like do whatever I wanted, which wasn't the move. But, I mean, you know, I ended up here, so I feel like it was. I mean, everything up to this point was the move, you know? Yeah, how'd
0: you end up here? How'd you end up in this building? Jerry.
1: I met Jerry and Sean, I am him. Really, I'm I'm a tangent person. I go on tangents. I'm going to be that that type of old man. Let's do it. He's like, young man, let me tell you my tale. (sighs) Do you have a Newport cigarette? You know, like, but Sean, I am him. One of the most unorthodox shooters. Very. I've ever met. Yeah. Even like how he puts his like camera settings, like I watch him and I'm like, what the, what the (laughs) fuck is he doing? And then he'll like release like what he did. You're like, holy shit! Like he's not he, you know, that's like alternative knowledge. (laughs) I mean, at the
0: end of the day, it's like what you get, not how you get it, right? Yeah.
1: Was it alternative facts? I don't know. Some shit like
0: that. It's like there's like five ways to get to the end, right? Like you can solve a math problem in multiple ways. It doesn't always have to be one linear way. Yeah. You know, so wants to crank their ISO to five thousand, let him do it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it's crazy when he when he shoots. It's like you're watching him do it, and like there's like the purest. Yeah. You know, it's like when I like see people wear thrashers. Sometimes I'm like, like,
0: I'm like
1: they're like they're like like oh I'm here for the culture, and I appreciate that. But I'm like oh like the culture doesn't really want you. Like that's like <laughs> that's the problem with that. And you know, but like you know, watching him, the purest to me is like. Dude, what what are you doing? And then he'll just like release the craziest shit. You're like, I'm never gonna tell you not to do something ever again.
0: Yeah, he he's one of those cats like that strikes me as someone who's just like very uh inspired and in, I don't know if he's new to it or not, but like it's that energy of like that like where the newness is so invigorating that you're willing to like take a photo of anything yeah like i feel like i'm like an old jaded fuck photographer i'm like ugh, i'm not going to that meetup i'm i'm past that (laughs) but i'm probably missing out on so many opportunities yeah you'll meet
1: like creators i haven't been to street meet in a minute yeah which i love all the people i love the staff from same same love all all those guys really good people i loved having having them over here and i mean like like my life today wouldn't be what it is without street meet no shit yeah i mean i met kate at street meet i met jerry at street meet sean at street meet you know
0: and um, like I found locations because of street meat. Yeah, no, same. I've I've gotten a lot of good things from street meat too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people on this podcast, has, uh Julian, when I mean, you're good friends, Julian Thomas Strip said that he discovered photography. Like street meat was a big reason why he fell in love with it.
1: Yeah, and walk with locals too. Yeah, I had I haven't even been like I'm like that's the one that I've been. It's hard to find time. That's like that's the thing I tell myself that I feel like is holding me back. I'm like all right don't think I have enough time to go, but really what? like when you're in like a creative industry, I feel like you should be meeting everyone, yeah. you know, all the, all the other creators do just to like, like, you know, if you're like a part of a wave, you got to meet the other like water particles or whatever the fuck they are. I feel like it's a bad example,
0: but. No, I see what you're saying. Like street meet, it's the same reason why I don't go. It's in a way you don't feel like you're past it, but in a way you feel like you're not going to get the content you want from it. So it just becomes a networking event. Yeah. Like, I personally feel like there's no photos I will ever take at Street Me that I will post on my Instagram or use in my portfolio. There, there's, there just isn't because I need more control for my photos and any of that stuff. But I will make some friends. I will, like, learn people. I might make some connections. But I still don't go. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but for anyone listening, like, I think that, like, if you don't know what Street Me or uh, 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 Walkable Locals is, it's basically a meetup that's organized online, mostly via Instagram. And creatives – um for street meet it's mostly photographers and models, but walk with locals it's more diverse. And you just meet up at a place and you walk and you take photos and talk to people. It's kind of a weird concept when you think about it.
1: Yeah. I feel like that would have been a thing in the nineties. You don't think so. Well there so there's like other meets that I used to go to, like um like through Craigslist. No way. When I was in high school. But that shit's sketchy.
0: Whoa. You
1: meet, like, these... You meet hobbyist photographers. And, like, I mean, to an extent, you know, even professionals are hobbyist photographers. They'll they'll do some wild shit on the side. That's true. But, like, you'll meet, like, these, like, really weird old, old white guys who, like, they're, like, oh, I really like birds. <laughs> You're, know, like... I'm like why the fuck are you here <laughs> in this ter- you know this this uh the botanical garden like. yeah.
0: taking a photo of some girl standing there with like half an outfit on it.
1: yeah i was like you know you got half an you know like what's up man <laughs> what's up what's up with you, you know? but
0: that's like the interesting part about these things is that you just don't know who you're gonna run into, who it's attracting like some of the people i've met at these events i'm still friends with to this day or like i still keep in contact with this day like and and their lives are completely different now
1: yeah that's crazy. I think always being open to opportunities too is what what I feel like that's the magic in street meat.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. They kind of create this whole magic environment that you don't know exists. So how how did how did you turn that? Like how did you turn street meat into a success like a career into owning a studio space and living in Arlington? Like you seem to be doing pretty well, especially at 21. Like how did how did you navigate that? Like what's that look like?
1: Jerry Really? Yeah, Jerry. Goddamn, Uncle Jerry. Yeah, he was just, you know, Kate and I were tight with him. And one day he was just like, hey, I found a studio space. You guys are dope. And I was like, you're dope too. It was like right after my 21st birthday. It was last year. And I was running, I was working for a barbershop at that time. I was doing media for the standard barbershop in Fairfax. Oh, nice. And I was working on a bunch of like other smaller contracts with coffee shops and stuff. But I was like trying to work. Work and you know work my angles like whatever prospects I could have, and uh, Jerry hit me up and then it's just been like I mean it definitely hasn't been easy easy sailing. Oh, it's never is. But but having a studio space is like from a street shooters perspective, you know you can only go so far for your sh- like for your photo before like the like cops are like yo you can't stand whose car is that you can't stand on their car. And be like, yeah. I need the high angle, you know, <laughs> and then uh, I mean like. There there's no limitations for street shooters in general, but when you have a studio you you could push whatever you want as far as you can go, as far as any of your equipment will allow you and get like crazy, crazy results.
0: Well it's different, right? It's it's a controlled setting. Yeah. It's your own space, you can do whatever the hell you want. Like it's it's also viewed professionally as a step up. Like it's like a mark of like I've made it or I'm making it. Or or, <laughs> or I have like the facilities to you know look more or be more professional in a way for real i mean that's the way i feel i mean i used to have a studio and that's exactly how i felt like i, remember, I was like yeah fuck yeah studio Fuck I you, street studio, photographers. i can
1: you know i can take photos of you in the studio with the good light and then you're like wow and then you'll get dms so they're like can i see a studio like people Well,
0: your studio in specific is beautiful
1: i love i love the space yeah i think like you know, the space alone, you know, I feel like the community really is like the driving point for it at this point. Like having people like Sean and, um, or Roshan Barnes, John Chavez, you know, we're neighbors with like Mike Ant and, mm. you know, Julian Thomas and Jared Hendricks. And uh, at one point, like Dial and um, Jeremy, the you know, drive shot. Aren't they upstairs
0: now? All right, aren't they in the no, they hall. have
1: a new space. They have a new space now.
0: Not even in the studio?
1: Yeah, they're whoosh, over there. there are they at Capitol Heights, far Capitol Heights.
0: Whoa, I didn't know they moved.
1: Yeah, they, they, they did. I mean, at, at the same time, there's only so far you could go before, you know, any space becomes like a, it's like limiting, you know? No, but I, that's, I,
0: I'm so disappointed they did because I feel like there's some magic going on here that they were helping to contribute, but now, they're, now they've are left the equation. Because I think there's a lot to be said for community, especially in the creative industry. Yeah. You know, like it's it's like um It's like four heads is better than one, you know, like like everyone kind of brings brings experience together and creates something better.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I, it was cool. It's always been cool whenever Dial would come to the studio. And it's kind of like cultures meet we're very like filipino in our studio i'm i'm half filipino my mom's filipino my dad's white okay and um but we really carry that uh like the the hospitality Mm. through so they would come and be like yo you want coffee want beer you want a water you know like what do you like what do you need and then we would just like shoot the shit and talk and i thought like from being like a 21 year old in the presence of these like these, like, mavericks, these, like, they're, like, heavy hitters mm. in the area. I feel like that's been, like, essential for my growth as a creator.
0: Yeah, I imagine it's, like, having these people who are operating a level that you're, you you want to operate on or, like, you yeah. look up to or something like that.
1: Being so close to it, too, is, like, you're – I think your ideas evolve faster. Mm. Now at one point, you're, like, oh, I should put gels on LED panels. And then you're, like, well, actually, we should have, like backlight, like, a hair light and then, you
0: know, like –
1: or just, like, elaborate, like, casual four-point lighting setups just because, you know?
0: Well, it's, it's like, by being around that energy and experience people, you automatically soak it up. Like, yeah. you start operating on their level just by default. You know, it's, it's like if you were playing with Michael Jordan every day, you... Probably you'll probably get pretty damn good by playing with that dude every day. Yeah, I mean, I want to say I'm not. I, I, I'm definitely
1: not at the level. Like when I shoot, it's very humbling when I shoot with like Julian, mm-hmm. or like when I watch Julian shoot because like he and Julian, Julian's he's been on. He's been here, right? Yeah, man. Like he'll be like he'll be shooting. you will be like, what are you doing? He's like, I know you're not talking to me while I'm trying to shoot. <laughs> you're like, okay, I'll let you do your thing. Like damn. Man, I just want to watch, you know? And like and, like and we get it too. Like he's not just yeah. being, he's not being rude. He's like. He's just doing his shit. You know? Yeah, he's in his own. That's like when like, I feel like for a lot of people, that's when they feel the most alive is when they're they're completing, you know, completing a shot. You think so? Some dope shit,
0: yeah. Is that how you feel?
1: That's how I feel. I definitely... When I finish, like, when I finish the series, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I did the series Tiger Bomb. Uh-huh. I did the whole thing in one night. Wow. And I know, was like, at the end of it, I was like, I, you know, like, I, I, like, just completed a project. And, like, if you work in media, you know that it, it, it doesn't come that often where you get to, like, like run a whole project in one day and, like, complete it. And you're like, wow. I mean, like, you, you'll you probably come back to it and edit it and have more ideas for it. But, like, just, like, uh, having the feeling of, like, like, setting a goal that's, like, really out there and then completing it.
0: What was the goal with the whole Tiger Bomb? Is it Bomb or Balm? Bomb? bomb. Tiger Bomb? Yeah, yeah. that with that Asian model, G- Jai Hizang and Yeah, G, the, but, but G and JR. Yeah. yeah they, th- those people are dope. Yeah, I saw her photo in your studio and I was just up there. True?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, JR, he's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's my boy. He tried to... We went, he's a bartender also. We went to his bar on my birthday and he oh, tried I'm to sure. kill me. I'm sure he did. And I've been... Yeah. He like, just kept feeding us shots. I actually it's don't remember friend. the the last part of the night. I remember I was fighting with someone, like not like scrapping, but I was just like 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 what are you talking about like like it, it like could got there. It could have yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah.
0: You're a big dude. I wouldn't fuck with you.
1: I'd fuck with me. I mean, like I look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm like, why are you looking at me, man? <laughs> I've also I think I'm probably I think I'm probably a little tipsy now after having so much. You know, ah, I ain't adequate happen. adequate amount of Jameson. You know, it's just nah, yeah, it's delicious. Though, a subtle know? amount, subtle. Just you, you know, you,
0: you know what I thought was very interesting about you is that when, when we were in your studio and it was like me, you, Sean, uh, and that random Asian girl. I only know her by Instagram name bs like bsmdk. Um, anyways, we were talking about like inspiration, and you were talking about the Tiger Bomb shoot, and you were saying that your inspiration came from like an ad, like the colors of an ad. Yeah. I thought that was so fascinating because I, I never approached, like, inspiration like that.
1: I feel like it's anywhere. I think it's, like, I think, like, specifically for me, I love old ads. I, like, so I I grew up with, my, like, my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, really, like, Bob, fresh off the boat, Filipinos. My grandfather was in the Navy, you know, he got a citizen citizenship through the Navy. I'm very proud of his, like, legacy that he's left, you know, um... And he ended his career cooking in the White House. Yeah, he cooked for four presidents. I can't tell you right now because I I really don't remember. It's
0: not good. Four presidents sounds good. I know
1: Kennedy house. was one though. That's sick. I so I I can't remember if he was the first or the last or in the middle. Yeah, it is sure. what it is. But um I just grew up with like a bunch of old magazines. Like in the basement, there'd be like packed in boxes and I would just like look at these old ignorant ass ads from the fifties and sixties and they'd be like like oh, Marlboro cigarettes is like the number one cigarettes for pregnant mothers, you know, like <laughs> really ignorant shit, right? That's and so funny. but like the coloring, <laughs> the, the the theme and the coloring and the lighting was so moody, you know, and I'd, like I really like that mood, like that soft, dark, moody, and like with the like with the rim light that cuts. That but cuts like that through. Tiger
0: Bomb, is specific. What was the inspiration for that?
1: There was this uh this ad for uh it's Bengal Bengal gin, and uh it's like this old gin ad of like a tiger holding a bottle, and it had like a it wasn't a black background it was like a dark 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 charcoal wow. and um I had like really orange orange tones, and the bottle was green and it, it just like everything about it like the way the 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 colors hit my eyes, the subject matter the the, the way the tiger was cradling the bottle posing wise i was like looking at that and i was like wow i really dig like how they presented this and it's like an old ad and it's kind of corny but like when i looked at it i was like like i, I kind of want a couple bottles of that <laughs> and like it made me want to buy like a liquor cabinet i don't even drink liquor like that but like a liquor cabinet yeah for my house with a record player in it and
0: that's like the move right there right? Start, yeah like yeah. get get like the glass of liquor with the highball glass and you like the record on
1: right yeah i'm so domesticated at this point bro i'm like i, I was on craigslist and i was like man like what does a motherfucker have to do to get a goddamn credenza in here <laughs> i was like <laughs> i need like i need a place to put my change and shit you know where, where do my keys go you know
0: um but that's interesting that like that ad is what sparked the whole photo shoot like but just the translation of the, just the tones into this burst of creativity creating this like sporadic series of photos like i think that was interesting because i remember you showed me the ad and i saw the photo i was like dude i was like this is spot on i was like the the coloring or the toning or the vibe is like this ad yeah i mean like my
1: like the breakdown that i had in my head was like you have this tiger it's like fierce it's holding a bottle which is fragile you have these dark tones you have like the green like, the, the greens weren't just, like, green. It was, like, kind of towards, like, an aqua, you know? Mm. And it was really warm lighting, and it was really moody. The lighting was, like, they, they had, like, Paramount, like, butterfly lighting, but, like, on the, the tiger, which I thought was really funny, <laughs> you know? Where's um, butterfly lighting again? Butterfly lighting is, like, a, um, so it's, like, Paramount butterfly lighting. It's, like, the same thing. It's, like, when you get the, the little shadow under the nose. Um, it, paramount Pictures used to have it for their actresses.
0: But that's like up and to the left, right?
1: Yeah, it's like up at an angle. And it's, it's just like a certain like angle.
0: It, but what angle is it? It's like it's like up and pointing down? Like Yeah,
1: but like low enough where you're not getting like the shadows under the eyes and stuff.
0: Oh, but yeah. you just get that nose shadow.
1: Yeah, that really it just like highlights the face. Oh. It, it brings out all the feminine features of the face. It's a very feminine type lighting. That's something I also
0: talked about, is is how lighting is important to like how it fits your face like broad lighting short lighting yeah stuff like that.
1: you have a split lighting yeah it's very masculine you'll see it in like taken or like a, um, any like john wick movie you yeah know? and then rembrandt and then uh uh what paramount butterfly lighting and there's just like so many configure loop lighting so many configurations you could have what's loop lighting loop lighting is just like lighting from like all the angles top Oh. yeah it's just like it's like almost like it's almost flat you know yeah it's but, just how you how you light the face though is like the way you shape it is like really like uh like when you take a portrait or when i take portraits i like to think about like how wide is their face you know are they like how how long is their nose you know like how can i like how can i paint their face with light in a yeah. way that makes them look really, really good but also communicate to who they are as a person um and like just like knowing how light will like like move down their face, you know. You you you'll figure out the best lighting setups for it. So I really like the Rembrandt right now. The like the triangle light.
0: Oh, like to the left and to the side, or like up and to the side, and you get the little bit of the triangle right below the eye. Mm-hmm. I love that lighting.
1: I love that. I've been. In, I I think I've been on like a like a move for that. I think I think past four shoots, I've just been like, let's get that Rembrandt.
0: Yeah, thing photography track. isn't really about taking photos. It's about shaping light, especially with studio photography. it's, yeah. it's like it's like. How do you shape your light? Like, that is what is the mark of certain people is, is how they react to the light. Like, when you look at someone's photos, it's composition, but it's also how they use the light. Did they expose for the highlights? Did they expose for shadows? Where did they place their light? You know, it's like there's certain lighting structures that you're like, I know that's Platon. I know that's Julian. I know I know that's Rob. I know that's different people. It's yeah. like, the lighting is, it goes so understated with, like, the setups, let alone with portraits, which is, like, a super intimate thing. Like, portraits? They seem easy until you made until you do them.
1: Yeah. I think like you'll see portraits that aren't done as well like lighting wise, like studio wise is when like you're looking at it and you're like I don't feel like this is who that person is. Yeah. You're like looking feeling. at like split lighting or you're like looking at like really dramatic lighting for someone who looks really honest and maybe that's who they are, but sometimes you'll just look at like if the lighting isn't like nailed perfectly, you're like, you'll, you'll feel a little uneasy about it. Or yeah. I feel uneasy about it. I'm not, I don't speak for it. I'm not the local authority on it for sure. Yeah, Especially our, not in this building. It's just know? our, it's just
0: our experiences that we can only speak from our experiences. You yeah. Know? No, I, I think you have a point. I, you're hundred percent right. I think the same thing. It's like, it's our job to be like, yo, you got a fat face, so I'm going to light you different. You don't say that, but you think this. Or you're like, yo, your eyes are sunken in. I'm going to bring a light lower. Yeah, or you're yeah. like...
1: Big-ass nose. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to hit you with that uh, Paramount. <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah, or you're like, or you're yeah. like, yo, you got mad wrinkles. I'm going to put the light a little lower. You know, it's like little tips and hacks like that that like take time, and it's like that's the final wine of photography. That's what, what makes people great is those little details. Yeah. You know? At least that's what I'm finding out. Like, dude, I saw a documentary... On you know who Platon is? No. Nah. Well, you should know who he is. Every photographer should know who Platon is. He's one of the biggest, most famous portrait artists. He's he's like known for photographing really highly famous, successful people. His style is so unique. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's like a it's like a weird white and black photo, but mostly whites, and it's he kind of uses like a wide-angle distortion lens. And it's weird because you're like is this just post-processed or is this just his style? But every photo looks like it and he's got a whole team working behind him and he's got special space printers in his studio. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not even lying. And like watching a documentary, he had uh who is it, Colin Powell come to his studio and he photographed Colin Powell. He's like talking to him and but but that's like the romance that's not talked about is like the courting of the subject before the photo. You know, it's like, like the way he courts them into like sitting, into getting a position, into being like, oh yeah, now we're gonna shoot serious. You know, like
1: yeah, yeah. that
0: whole dance is so interesting and I feel like it isn't really pronounced enough.
1: I love that pre-interview you'll have right? with like, clients and you're talking to them and you're getting to know them. Especially like, I think from like a film perspective, I love knowing like people's stories or like knowing mm. about them, how they talk and like if they're gentle people or if they're, like, really aggressive. I like, those little nuances about their character, I love to reflect when I take their portrait. And mm. they're all things I like to keep in mind when I'm, I'm setting up the lighting. And um, it's, I, I feel like that's, like, the most fulfilling part about it is, like, knowing that, you know, this person has come to me and they want their portrait done and they want it to, to speak about them. And having that trust from them and being able to help communicate their, their humanity to to everyone else. And it sounds like pretty pretentious, but I think that's exactly what it is to me. It's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful form of communication for me.
0: Mm. For sure. (laughs) No, it's beautiful, man. It's whatever it means to you. You know, it's like the portrait can be so shitty. It's so amazing at the same time. It's a wild horse.
1: It's a wild horse. You've Got to yeah,
0: tame it. You know. You know. You can't even master. You can't master portrait. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you can't tame the horse. Sometimes you just got to let it run. Yeah. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, man, it belongs here in the wild.
0: Right. <laughs> I like, like, just let that horse be. I'm gonna like I'm just
1: gonna let that horse be. I just want to brush its mane. I'm just you know? gonna look at
0: it from afar and just see it. Maybe one day I'll catch that horse. Maybe one day, take enough portraits and I'll be like, fuck, I, yeah. I can do it. Like I, I can get that photo that's in my head.
1: Yeah, I have a bunch of those. I'll be driving. Like, I went to Ikea. Oh, Ikea is such a great place in for Woodbridge? inspiration. Yeah, in Woodbridge. It's I like going to the one um, up by like, College Park. Oh, yeah. But the Woodbridge one, uh, there's like a BJ's. Or not a BJ's. Costco. Costco, right next to it. Uh, Potom- it's, my is it Potomac?
0: it's my hometown. It's my hometown. Potomac Mills. Really? I grew up in the area. I, I grew up going to that mall. No shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that Costco. It's laid out differently from the Costco I go to. Okay. But no Costco is better than the one over here in Maryland. Because <laughs> they got the burgers over there, and their burgers are so fucking good. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes, like, the, I feel like the burger guy that works there that makes them really good isn't great. But I don't want to talk about burgers right now.
0: I don't give a shit. I was just looking at my phone. No, I'm just looking cause yeah. I got, I people got, Dude, no worries. No. <laughs> Me looking at my phone, please don't take that for anything. It's like, I just, like, I'm like, oh, I got people coming. It's all good, man. No worries. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was just like, oh, it's been a lengthy like, amount of time. I think we covered a lot, you know. You think so? I don't know. I mean... You move fast. Weird. I move really fast. Well, I, I think I move fast, but like not in the right direction. Yeah? Yeah. I think I... I I'm a very tangity You know, I go on tangents a lot.
0: That's cool. I'm here yeah. for it. Is this your first podcast?
1: Uh, no. Okay. It's actually not, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a wild time.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was like... I didn't even plan on interviewing you, but I was like... I'm just always curious about people, and especially you. I didn't know you're so goddamn young. Yeah, I'm a baby. Yeah. What the hell, man. Yeah. You, you, you should not. Tell, you should do like the rapper thing. Don't people, don't tell people your age.
1: I usually don't. I usually don't let people know. Yeah. I think a lot of people they like they look at like the bags under my eyes. They're like, oh, he looks tired. He's probably in his 30s. <laughs> you know, he probably he he's either he's either tired oh. and like old, or he's young and he did crack. You know. I feel, I feel like this is what people look at me and they're like trying to gauge my weird, my weird, rounded, you know, young man, young man, weathered soul face.
0: Well, I mean, even just talking to you for like 30 minutes, I probably talked like 35 30, minutes. Like just hearing your background, I can tell you've seen some shit. And that's probably what's weathered you to think for people to get that you're so much older. Like there's like a certain roughness to you that I could tell is really, I feel like there's some evil in you some evil i like think i'm not even lying to you i, feel, I get this energy from you like, like if you like you get really mean at like for, over a sudden i don't know what it is oh man i feel like there's a darkness in there that like i can sense but like you're a nice dude <laughs> i feel like i can sense it i'm like i don't want to piss this guy off
1: i like that you know i, I think that's the first for me you know i'm i'm a very transparent person you know i do get when i'm at the gym i'm really mean to myself hell yeah Because I, like, I think, okay, it's, like, the fall from grace. Like, being, like, a pro, almost, like, you know, my my goal, like, my, my, what I thought the trajectory of my life would be is I would be, like, a pro athlete. I'd be, like, on a board but the rest of my life. Sounds great. I know. And that's, like, I love surfing. I love snowboarding. I love skating, you know. I love carving and, um... So that's, like, how I thought my life would go when that didn't work out, you
0: know. Yep, they <laughs> don't love you. Yeah, life don't love me. don't love you. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, oh, there's moss in the ceiling. My bad. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I'm in the gym. and I used to be really fit. And then I'm in the gym now. And I'm, like, whispering shit to myself. I'm, like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, doing squats and shit. Like, you're, you like, don't fucking deserve anything, you Like, know? you're better than this. You're better than this. You, like, look at you
0: now. You were once a fucking stallion. I mean, look in the
1: mirror. Look at your jawline. <laughs> you can't see it? Exactly. You well, you
0: fucked up and got a girlfriend. That's what happened, my G.
1: Oh, no. She's the best thing that's happened to me by far. Yeah? She's, yeah, she's a, she's amazing.
0: How long have you been together?
1: Coming up on... Coming up on two years. Nice. I
0: well, dude, I don't, I don't mean to keep it long, but what, so what's next? Like, what's next with you? Like, what... what like, I feel like you've like what's 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 your 2020 goals? Damn. Like what were, like when you were like New Year's day like I can't wait 2020 months. I'm gonna crush shit. <laughs> like what what comes across your mind like what were you like
1: yeah I'm gonna do that. I don't even remember New Year's. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. New- <laughs> I don't remember New Year's Eve, and I remember waking up New Year's. Damn. And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck happened on New Year's Eve?" John's boy, we were at, well, I know we were here. And but Johns was like, John's had to go to the hospital the next day because he drank so much. God damn. But he so he but he he wasn't you know, he drank a lot because of me. (laughs) And only because he's a nice guy. We played beer pong and he just destroyed me. And I can admit that. I can admit I'm big enough to admit that.
0: Like you got skunked?
1: Dude, he just like did he like well he had that college experience. Like I never
0: Uh, went to college. college, So I never really played
1: beer pong like that. I'm good at the app. The cup pong app. No, nah, man,
0: it's not the same. It's not
1: definitely not the same. So he was just, like, schooling me, and then I would have to take a shot. But then he'd be like, oh, I feel bad for J-Rob. You know, that guy's my best friend. He's, like, my brother. So he's like, I'll, I'll take a shot with him, you know. So he doesn't really feel it, feel the defeat, you know.
0: It's not good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. He
1: had to go to the hospital the next day. He was so dehydrated. <laughs> so bad. We left him on the couch, too. And I didn't even know we did that because I was, I was drunk, and Kate was just like, let's get you. Kate and I live in Arlington. But
0: but to like, make the, the hospital move. That's pretty serious. Like to be like, yo, my friend's so drunk he's got to go to a hospital. I'm like, damn, like you can't. You know, that's that's really fucked up.
1: Yeah. I I felt bad about that. That was that was definitely yeah. Heavy-handed. And
0: you know, not everyone's not everyone can drink as much, you know? It's like some people be surprising. He's perfect. I think that might be him. I don't know. You want to open it up and, and yeah, see? Yeah, Watch your headphones.
1: I'll take them off first.
0: Let's see. Wait, the top lock might be locked. Top lock, top lock. Top lock. Yo, what's going on? In the middle of recording. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. I'll, I'll come say hi to you. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Peace, brother. That's dope. I didn't realize that this was a tiger. Dude, that's actually Gucci wallpaper.
1: Gucci wallpaper?
0: Yeah, it's on the ceiling back there, too.
1: You know, tigers on my shit. I was born in the the tiger. Oh, really? Yeah, everything. I, I prefer the tiger theme everything.
0: Yeah, tigers are dope.
1: They are. They're I mean,
0: beautiful and dangerous.
1: Beautiful. I mean, yo, they have no business having all those stripes, but, you know, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, well, you ever see a, a cat crouch in a field? You, they disappear, dude. It's weird. It's really
1: weird. You know, you wouldn't think that they'd be able to disappear as well as they do. But I, I've seen Animal Planet. Shit, it's like you're
0: watching them and, like dude, it's wild. and they
1: crouch and it's like they turn invisible. <laughs>
0: Dude, I think cats are fascinating, let alone a giant cat. Yeah. Like, I have a cat, and just seeing her hunt, I'm like, there's no way she catches birds. And she does it. And then to think about that something 50 times her size is able to just kill things twice its size. I'm like, dude, this is so wild. Like, thank God they're not smarter than they are. We'd be so screwed.
1: Legit. If they they had opposable thumbs, it'd be over. (laughs) They can make tools. I don't even know what. They don't really need tools, but... I mean like yo if I was in a room with the tiger with thumbs bro I would just accept my fate. I'd just close my eyes and just wait to die. <laughs> you know. I wouldn't fight it. I wouldn't fight it. I'd be like, "Oh shit, he got thumbs." Okay, one second.
0: Dude, I don't know if I want to <laughs> get I don't know if I want to get eaten to die. Like that doesn't seem like how I'd want to die.
1: I would want to get my head eaten first so I can't watch the rest of me getting Yeah, like like, sure.
0: like like a bear's eaters' your leg. You're just like, "Fuck."
1: Yeah, like if I was watching bears eat me, I'd be like, "Oh no." Like this shit is happening. Like, but if they so ate weird. my head first I wouldn't have to worry about it. Right? I'd be like, wow, it's really spacious in here.
0: How do you want to go out? Me? Yeah, I feel like that.
1: Originally I wanted to go out snowboarding. I just like Damn, hit-
0: that's dedication.
1: I wanted to hit a feature, maybe overshoot it a little bit, and then just like pull it and tweak it as far as I can and just like Damn. Let- like knowing that like this is my last one. Yeah. Be like, what's like what's the wildest air I could get? <laughs> just die And, and they just die. Die in a blaze of glory, you know? <laughs> And if not that, uh, hit by a car, because I think like settlement money is incredible, and that could change the lives of like the people around me. That's whoever's right. on my like, whoever's entitled to get the money from that, be like Kate, you can have it. Give it to my mom and dad so they could redo their kitchen. Oh, <laughs> you oh know? unless
0: you're married, she ain't getting shit. Your parents would. I
1: thought you said it unless I'm married to my parents, and I was like, well, no, no, no
0: unless you're me. unless you're married, she won't get anything. She's like you're just a girlfriend. She well, I gotta fix that. Yeah, like Juice yeah. World's girlfriend when he died, she didn't get nothing. She just gets like respect, but. I'm pretty sure it all goes to his family
1: oh man that means I gotta write a will
0: dude isn't it weird that we think about our social media accounts when we write our wills now have you ever thought about that
1: I I haven't thought about that yeah it's kind of dynamic. I just assumed it would not like people wouldn't be posting on like the... I don't want my
0: Instagram just sitting there when I die like that's kind of weird right like someone needs to like take that shit over or delete it or do something right like I, it's kind of weird
1: I hope I don't die in the memes my last post that'd be, oh my god because that would be so dated too they'd be like oh
0: he's look at him Just. Dude, I don't. Okay, that I don't, was so last year. Dude, know? I don't. I don't mean to get more. <laughs> Look at him doing the crystal ball, fucking <laughs> IG. <laughs> what a great photographer. <laughs> he died being cheesy. Dude, okay, I don't mean to sound morbid, but there's this model that I was looking at to like ask to like work on some stuff with, and she died. Like this was recently. Like I had her on. Like I have like a list. This is weird, but I have like a list of models I want to work with for like different projects. She was like on my list, and I was I was kind of hit her up. But then, like, I noticed on her Instagram, it got like really weird. I was like, "Why is her, why is why, are, why is her mom posting selfies like that look really sad?" And I went to her page, and it was like she got like hit by a car, she died, or something like that. She she OD'd or something. And I was oh like, "My God!" I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This is too real." I was like, "This is nuts." I was like, "But it's weird because now her page just like lives where she's got like all these thoughty posts, but then like her parents are like posting and, and taking over the page, and I'm like, this is kind of awkward.
1: I feel really bad for her. Yeah. I feel well, like one like that's. life is fleeting i mean we just lost kobe we just you know we've lost a lot of greats 2019 and 2018 you know it's like it's coming to those years where 2020 and i've personally had friends that aren't here anymore which is really sad to think about like as as recent as like last summer i just i remember that
0: that recent
1: yeah wow it destroyed me two actually two summers ago that that was the one that like really had me thinking like i saw some shit in mexico but like coming back to the states i thought i had like seen a lot yeah. and i think i thought i was like ready ready to like appreciate life and then like you you lose people that you considered you, like your brothers you know and yeah you're, like wow like
0: was it like sudden kind of it was like a it's like
1: it's like weird you get the news and you can't like imagine it like even like as they're telling you you're like it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel real. And you're kind of mad that they're like... Because you feel like they're lying to you, you know? I don't... You know, I don't... I don't fuck with, like, people who, like, lie at all. So, but when I I hear, like, oh, your friend's dead. I'm like, don't fucking talk about my friend like that. Like, don't speak that into existence. Yeah. But, like, they're just trying to, like, notify me. And I'm, like, personally offended. And then you just have to, like, go the rest of your day, like, damn, like, could I have done something, you know? Like, could I have... Could I have reached out? Could I have, you know, like, oh. you just, like, think about it like that. and
0: uh, Was it drugs?
1: Um, it was, He got stabbed. Whoa. He got sta- and I had another friend that committed suicide.
0: Whoa. All oh, like, last year?
1: Yeah. Well, last year, my friend committed suicide. Oh, Two years ago, my friend mean, got rest stabbed. In rest in peace. And uh, But, like, knowing that, you got to be, like, life is, you know, so temporary. I think that's, like, I'm not really focused on my next move, you know. I'm just trying to make sure I, I'm enjoying it, you know. Even, like, I'm on these, like, hard contracts right now, you know, that are very demanding. And I'm learning a lot being on them. And it's so easy to be, like, like damn, like, this is hard, you know. Like, like, like what's, like, what's going to happen next, like, after this? Like, do I have to hunt for the next one that's going to, like, be like this? And I really don't need to worry about that. Because I know that if I'm not just, like, taking it in, it's not going to be worth anything, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it gives you so much appreciation for life and for the fragil- the fragileness of, of what we have and to be dealing with stuff that seems so trivial, like a fucking contract and to be like, it's so difficult, but yet someone can get stabbed or do something like that and they're, just done- they're gone, they're done, their chance, they didn't even have a chance to fail at their dream and yet here we are living our dreams, it's like, it's not fair it's, and it's so weird, It's yeah. that's why it, you feel like an imposter, that's why it feels fake, that's why it feels like like, I'm so lucky and grateful to be here. And when you get those contracts, you might be like, "Fuck yeah, let's get this done." But it it takes all that weird tragedy to like focus us on it to make it feel like respect and appreciative to our, to what we have and to the friends and community that we've built. You know, it's weird. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. I mean, I've had I've had friends die too. I mean, I had the friend and. Before we left for a break, man, we smoked the blunt on the docks. When I came back the next summer, he was dead. He was robbed for all of his weed. I guess he was dealing. He was robbed and shot in his own house. Like I was like, "Fuck, man. Like that shit was it was hard. It, it was it was hard. He probably wasn't as close to me as, as those friends, but like I don't know, man. Like life is fleeting and that perspective, I don't know, it makes yeah. you appreciative, man. Grateful.
1: Hug your loved ones. Yeah. You know? Hug your yeah. loved ones. For sure.
0: Yeah, fuck man i hate to end on such a sad note but my next guest is here it's all good i you know, i
1: live for this I like we're just getting somewhere <laughs> i'm just gonna in? take some moody photos that's what oh man
0: no right. i don't want to end on that man <laughs> it's all, all right good. all right Justin. well man i appreciate you having you on it's
1: been a, it's been yeah. a pleasure yeah i like my i have a very soft voice when i talk on the podcast i can hear it myself yeah it's all good man i don't really talk like this so
0: yeah it's all good well dude um until next time
1: until next time that's Maybe we'll it. have a proper conversation.
0: I mean, this was it. This was just an interview. Yeah. This was it.
1: I'm about it. I'm about it.
0: All right, guys. That's it. That's the angle. Peace out.